This is episode 37 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. They're morning people because they love mornings and people. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Our general manager, Rick Snavely, always says every share has its own personality. Uh-huh, and on true. top of that, each one of us kind of has a different perspective, a different view of every share And so we thought it would be fun in this episode of the Rise Up podcast to talk about some of our favorite share memories. Now, mm. keep in mind yes. that we've all had a different number of share that we've been at. You know, mm-hmm. Tim, you've been connected to family life for a while, but right. you've only had a few now being on the air. Right. Steve, I'm not sure how many shareathons you've been through. Well, it's 11 years times too. So, you know, I'm in the early 20s getting into the middle. Right. And know, I have 20s. a couple more than that because I right. think I got here a little bit before you did. Right. But uh, but so yeah. many memories in all those shareathons. Well, mm. you already brought up Rick saying uh, every personality, every shareathon has its own personality. One of my memories, I have a couple, but I cannot help but remember uh, back when the gym was filled and and the dancers would dance to the theme song and different uh-huh. songs. And Rick got up. <laughs> Rick had his own personality in that share And he got up and he was dancing. And there's video to prove it. And he was this, But it just it lent to the fact that uh, share are fun. You know, mm-hmm. we love joyful givers. But sure. being part of a share uh, is a joy in itself. It was just fun to see the boss getting up yeah. there and dancing mm-hmm. along uh, with everyone else. So that's uh, one of my memories. And it certainly had a personality there. It's funny because Rick didn't used to have as much fun. I think that over the years, mm-hmm. he's gotten like less like intense about them. And he's just started to realize more and more, I think, as we walk through our faith journey, that really God is in charge of Sherathon and what's going to happen. I think when I first started working here, there was more intensity because uh-huh. it just felt like we had to somehow make things happen. And and it's fun seeing Rick kind of be more relaxed, right. you know, over yeah, the years. Yeah. You kind I'll, of just go, there's I, some joy, it's right? Something, yeah, it's a lot of joy. It's something I can't yeah. unsee either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's evidence. It's yeah. true. I've seen the footage. It was fabulous. Oh, one of my, I, I, it's probably one of my earliest Sherathon memories. And it goes from before I was on staff. I remember waking up like some just unreasonable hour. It was still dark outside and we got in the car with mom and we were driving and it's dark for like an hour or more because we're just driving to this place. Where is Canona, New York? <laughs> and we get to share for mom to do her phone shift mm. when my brother and I were homeschooled. We were doing our work out there in the van in the parking lot. Mom was inside doing the phones I thought, wow, this is kind of fun. This is kind of special. Like, we're doing this this thing. It's so out of the norm. I mean, who gets up this early, right? Who would ever get up that early on a regular basis? <clears throat> yes, it was a special time because not just, I mean, it was, it was fun to do something out of the ordinary and then just to get to the energy of, of people, you know, the folks answering phones are having such a good time. But also what it gives me today is an image of who it is that makes family life possible. You know, it's not like listener Layla, some generic image. No, it's it's my mom. It's those 
families. It's the people who uh, they come along with their family to volunteer their time. They call in. They get excited for it. Like it gives mm-hmm. me that picture of who it is that makes this whole thing possible. That's one of my favorite Shareathon memories. Yeah, long long before I was on staff. Now I wake up wake up that early. Um, well, <laughs> well every day basically. So yeah, right. You know, it's funny that you mentioned families because my favorite Shareathon memories involve families and specifically kids. You know, we try to do some fun things on Saturday mornings because it's normally when the kids' corner is on. And so, you know, during Shareathon Saturdays, we try to have some fun. And it's always so encouraging when little kids want to give, you know, because it, it must be a total bummer to turn on the radio on Saturday morning and think you're going to hear the kids corner and instead it's us like chattering on about financial gifts like (laughs) wait what this isn't what I was expecting but then the kids realize in such a pure and innocent way the connection between what they do and what we do somehow as adults you know we find a hundred million reasons to make excuses for what God asks us to do but kids are like oh I'm supposed to do that Okay, you know, and there's just such a sweetness in their giving. I remember a little girl, Haley, who like showed up with a Ziploc bag full of money, like came to family life with Mm. this little bag of savings and how sweet that was. And I think she is having her quinceanera soon. You know, I mean, she's like grown up listening to family life. And then one day when we were reading thank yous, and I remember they were on pieces of paper back then. We've gone high tech now. Like we don't have paper thank yous anymore. (laughs) But I was just kind of going through the thank yous I was about to read. And there was this one from Emily Rose. And I was like, hey, that's my kid. Like when she had finally gotten to the age where she thought, you know what? I'm going to support family life. And and she gives like every share which I think is is really sweet when you realize that there's something about family life that impacts your life and that you want to take like kind of ownership in it. It's such a neat thing. I'm always amazed by the motivation that people have to give. And it's very humbling to be on this side of that, because when you hear people giving and the reasons that they give, and then you go, God, you let me be a part of that. Like, Hmm. that's, that's really amazing. So I think that those are, you know, my favorite memories is just when I've heard people talk about how much God has done through family life and their life and why that motivated them to give. Therese, you mentioned uh, how humbling it is to be on this end, and I'll for my uh, final memory of this, I had to be reminded, I shouldn't have to be reminded, but we've mentioned all the time that this is God's ministry. This is not about family life. It's not about us. It's God's ministry, and God's going to do what he's going to do. However, uh, I will admit to having uh, a little bit of doubt creep in when spring of uh, 2020 came around and oh. COVID hit. And as you recall, if you don't recall, the Sheraton had to be delayed a, a few times just right. because of certain things. And the doubt that crept into my mind, and then God reminded me through that Sheraton, I was like, "How how's it going to work? This is listener-supported, and people are losing jobs, and they're out, you know, that's, uh, 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 that straining of wondering and, and just wondering what's going to happen. Well, as God always does, God came through. It's his ministry. It's not our ministry. And God's going to do what God's going to do. And uh, we found that the spring uh, share of 2020 was actually better than before because mm. God's speaking to the hearts of people. It was just another reminder of uh, our, our founder of Family Life, Dick Snavely, who were reminded uh, 
and Rick reminds us uh, every share and you know there was times when Dick said I'm sure glad this is not my job to raise money it's God's right. job <laughs> yeah. and uh, it takes that pressure off it takes that God's going to do what God's going to do so the the COVID spring 2020 share was just another reminder of how mm. faithful God is and always has been and always will be you bringing up COVID makes me think about something we've heard a lot since then in the share testimonies and calls that people leave when they call to uh, and, and make their gift. They say things like, you know, we wouldn't know what we'd do without having this radio encouragement of God's truth through this time, through the difficult time of the pandemic. And we hear that so often. You hear all these testimonies when you're somebody who takes the calls. For most of my time working at Family Life, not being on the air, I've been kind of behind the scenes. And during share what was interesting in the production department was getting to hear mm-hmm. all of those calls where somebody left a testimony that they wanted to share. We had the job of going through all of those calls and getting to listen to all of those testimonies. That's a privilege. That's also a pretty big weight because you're hearing story after story after story. And sometimes you've just got to take a break and say, wow, okay, God is amazing. And there's a lot of hurt out there. Like you hear a lot of things, but every time such a good reminder listening to, and I just wish everybody could hear those, those testimonies. And you do hear a lot of them on the radio, but just a reminder every time of what encouragement people receive from biblical truth that they hear on the radio and that that's, that's not why they're calling just to say thank you. They're calling to say thank you. And then they're calling to also pay it forward uh, when they give either online or on the phone during a share That's what makes it possible. And that reason, really the message of hope, is why we do what we do twice a year, every year. We hope the rest of your day is just as much fun as this. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life. Oh, man, I wish I was a raccoon. That's... <laughs> That's what okay. I. That's what I wish. I wish at least I was over there licking was, his hands before well, he at least, at, least, at least I wish I was this raccoon. Uh, okay. Some people would say, "Oh, poor raccoon," but no, I want to be a raccoon. I want to be this raccoon. Okay. In Massachusetts, a raccoon was found with a jar stuck on its head. We've heard oh, those geez. stories before. Yes. It was stuck, and so they had to pull it away. But if I was this raccoon, I'd be uh-huh. like, I'd be, "This was not just any jar. No, this was okay. a jar of." Peanut butter. Oh, yeah. the best. Okay. If I was that raccoon, uh-huh. I'd, I'd be there going like, don't take this thing off of me. This is the best day ever. I love this jar. Don't take it off. No, no. It's Steve, Therese, and Tim helping you to rise up on family life. A friend you can turn to. He has a fish. The Jesus what? fish, yeah, you know, yeah, all the, oh, little the silver decal. Yeah, yeah, well, right. that's right. <laughs> yes, it's it's got its own <laughs> special name, an ichthus. It's well, ichthus. what's what is this thing? Why a fish? Well, okay, so there's New Testament examples of like fishy things in the Bible. Not bad fishy, good fishy. You know, like fishers right. of men kind <laughs> right, of fishy, right, or, right, exactly. or or loaves and fishy kind of fish. Oh, right. Jesus multiplied all. Great there's all sorts of cool fish things in the Bible. Those aren't the main reason, though, why we have the Ichthus, and that's an important word. It's a Greek word for fish, okay. and it's an old, 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 old acronym. Like when you take the first letter of a word in a phrase, uh-huh. and you add them up together, and you get something like, maybe you've seen before, frog, F-R-O-G, fully rely on oh, God. Yeah. Well, yeah. in Greek, ichthus is just the word for fish, and the phrase, Jesus Christ, Son of God, Savior, 
When you make that into an acronym, it spells the Greek word for fish. Wow. That's why early Christians used this fish symbol to yeah. identify one another as belonging to the same community. It's so cool. It's not just no, it's not just what they did that brought them together. It's not just what they liked that made them part of the same group. Mm-hmm. What it was that let them know they were in the same company as another believer. It's who they believe Jesus uh-huh. is. I love that. That's the thing that brings us together. It's not what we've got in common about ourselves, our preferences. Nope. Who do you say that Jesus is? That's okay. what makes us part of the same group. A fishy group, you might say. Yes. yes. I, I'm really glad it's loaves and fishes and not loaves and frogs. <laughs> right. No, it wouldn't be. No. no. I know they say it tastes like chicken, but <laughs> mm, uh. no. May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Vegetables are bad. What? Well, not exactly. You see, your gut has bacteria in it. We've been hearing a lot about gut bacteria over like the past five years or so, Mm -hmm. learning a lot about how it helps our whole body, and that helps you to digest your food. And when you eat raw vegetables... It kills some of those microorganisms in your stomach. Hmm. Who would have thought, right? Hmm. But if you roast the vegetables, that doesn't happen. So vegetables are not bad for you, but cooked vegetables are better for your gut bacteria than the raw Hmm. ones are. So now you know. So French fries are (laughs) better than a salad. (laughs) Hmm. Um, Hmm. No. Exactly. (laughs) We weren't sure how you liked your coffee, so we didn't make any. Hope that's okay. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Boy, you just think when you know somebody. You Mm. really think you know them. Earlier today, Therese, you were talking about wrestler John Cena and how giving he is. And Mm. then all of a sudden, Tim lights up like a Christmas. Yeah, it was like, Tim, the last time he watched a sports ball game, I think, was turn of the century or something. Sports ball, yeah, but, I mean, different things. Sports entertainment, see, that's the difference here. Therese, did you know this? I had no idea. His eyes lit up like Noah in a ship shop. So I I don't I was thinking about this because I felt like I felt almost like betrayed at first. <laughs> like I was like, like yeah. that. Where's this like, Tim Ben? Right, right. right. Well, well, I mean, sharing yourself, you know. But but I figured both of you weren't fans and wouldn't know what I was talking about if I said somebody needed an attitude adjustment. You'd think I just meant the phrase, not John Cena's finishing move. You wouldn't have known. That's you wouldn't the fact have known that you that. know phrases like finishing move. Oh, it's like oh, all yeah. right. Well, these are different things to know if if you follow this this this. Now I have to be a of like mm-hmm. Timothy in a room with a folding chair. How well, dangerous is that? Excellent point. Not everybody right. sees something to sit on. Some people see something a little more exciting than just right. a folding chair right. or but ladders I, or things like right. this. Huh. And up until today, if you had said to me, do you think Tim would want these ringside seats for this WD? I would be like, Wait, nah, no find way. somebody else. Are you, do, Therese, do you really have? To I take... don't, but oh. I, but I, we shouldn't make assumptions. Like Hope even so. though we have worked together with Good Tim point. for hours a day mm-hmm. for all this time, do not make assumptions. You know, right. don't assume that that person that you work with, mm-hmm. who's been sick or has a family member who's been ill, don't assume that they they wouldn't want prayer. If you said, hey, sure. can I pray about that? They. Mm-hmm. They might say, yeah, you know, don't assume that they don't want to come to the fall festival that mm. your church has coming up for kids. Like, we do that all the time. We're like, no, no, no I know that person. Mm. I'm with that person every day. I know what they like, what they don't like. 
I no idea. Yeah. Like this today was mind blowing <laughs> right, to right, me. Yeah. So now knowing in terms of wrestling fan, I'll be praying for him. I'll yeah, be I've been wrestling with this all day. <laughs> Sharing the message of hope. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.